0: You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Michelle's season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up everybody, welcome to podcast number 265, I'm your host Reality Steve, and today's the day, today's the day you get all your spoilers for Clayton's season, well, up through the final three. Sorry, didn't mean to tease you there, And thinking that you were going to get the winner, I don't know the winner yet, but you will get everything that you want on Clayton's season up through the final three, we'll get to that momentarily. So I'm going over everything, and I just want to say that everything you're about to hear in this podcast will, one, also be in my column today. So if you don't have time to listen to it, you can just uh, read it in the column. And two, if you have been following me for the last two months or three months since whenever Clayton's season started filming, September 29th, so basically two and a half months, if you've been following me every day or a, a lot, and following on my tweets and my Instagram stories, there's really nothing that I'm giving you today that you don't already know. I've basically given you every spoiler throughout the season, whether it was in a column, on a podcast, in a tweet, you know, pretty much everything that I'm about to say in this podcast. I will add a few things, smaller things, nothing major, just smaller things about dates that, uh, that I did here and stuff like that. But um so just so you know this isn't I'm, I'm not pretending like I haven't already given you all this. It's just going to be all in one place now for everybody to check out. You can either go back on the podcast and listen to it once the season starts airing or just go on the site and go to the place on my site that says Clayton's spoilers and you'll get those up to the final 3. Once I find out how the final 3 broke down and we know the final 3 are Gabby, Wendy, Rachel Recchia and Susie Evans. Once I find out the breakdown, then I will post that when I can. And, um, you know, like I said, I've heard a lot of things, nothing that I feel comfortable enough running with yet as to who the winner is. So, um, on the podcast here, I know it's tough to follow, especially if you're like at the gym right now, or you're driving in your car, I'm going to be throwing out dates and names and, you know the show, as of right now, still hasn't released the women. I am recording this on Wednesday. They still haven't released the women to everybody. So all you have to go off of is the women that they released back in, um, you know, September twenty fifth, four days before filming started. And I'm guessing you don't have all of them memorized. If if you follow my site every day, then yes, you do. If you if you follow all of them on Instagram, you know who I'm talking about. But the vast majority of you don't, and I understand that. So a lot of this is just going to be like, okay, I mean. I I can't put a name to a face right now because as of this recording, ABC has not released the bios for the women and you've been able to see all their headshots and whatnot. So the only thing you've gotten is, you know who the 30 women are and you've maybe seen their Instagram accounts. They're all public, so you can go check them out. But I mean, that's, let's just get into it because there's no reason to, there's nothing really else to cover right now. And, um, We'll just get right into it with everything that we, like I said, everything that you're about to hear for the most part, you've heard me say in a podcast. You've seen me talk about it in a tweet. You have seen me write about it in a column. There are a couple things that I'm going to add on, but um, some things, uh, you know, some major things, some uh, not major, but some things and that are just detailed stuff. So as we know, The women were released on the bachelor Facebook page on Saturday, September 25th filming started on Wednesday, September 29th on the limo arrivals. There are a few that I can tell you about. Shanae came in on a four by four monster truck. The girl who there were some pictures that got out that first night of the women before they even went over to the mansion. It was while they were still at the hotel or getting in the limos or whatever. There was a girl you saw had on a doctor's outfit with lingerie underneath. That was Kira. And there's a girl who had on Kanga boots, which is like those boots where you can do a workout in them and underneath them is like that spring. Melina is the woman, she's the girl that actually invented them. If you go to Melina Nasab's Instagram page, you'll see she is the creator of kanga boots. And she does classes in LA where it's like a workout class where you have these boots on. So she wears those, a uh, Hunter brought a snake, like one of those giant snakes that you have around your neck. Like, I don't know if it was the exact one that Britney Spears had around her neck at the VMAs that one year, but something like that, like she brought a snake. So those are just a few of the limo arrivals. As I mentioned, uh, Claire gets drunk on the first night And Clayton ends up sending her home before the rose ceremony. And like I said, I was told she called him a pussy. Whether or not that makes air, don't know. And I don't know if she said it after he had already sent her away and she was like walking away and obviously embarrassed and pissed off at people or the cameras or whatever. And she says it that way or she says it to others. I don't really know how it played out, but I just heard she called him a pussy. There were three women who were released in the cast on September 25th that never made the show. That was Brianna Jade, Kara Gandy, and Sally Carson. So there's 30 women total. And that first night obviously Claire went home. So you go from 30 down to 22. Claire and I I haven't I mean I'm probably mispronounced some of these women's last names because I haven't I just don't I'm just going off the spelling so I apologize if there happen to be listening and I may mispronounce your last name. Sorry, Uh, Claire Heilig, Helig, Daria Rose, Haley Malice, Ivana Noble, Jane Pike, Lindsay Ray Dobbs, Samantha Jeffries, and Rihanna Hockaday are the eight women eliminated on the first night. But again, something that I've already uh, given you uh, a while back on Twitter. So the first group of dates happens. And I don't have too many details on these. I just know, I guess, the main parts. Uh, the first group date of the season, I had actually, remember I posted about this? I posted a casting call where they were looking for kids. So there was like a birthday party having to do with kids that was close to where the mansion was. That was the first group date of the season, which we knew to be the first group date of the season based on that casting call that I had posted. And Cassidy Timbrooks is the one that gets the group date rose on that date. The first one-on-one of the season went to Susie Evans, and a lot of that was shown, not a lot, but clips of it was shown in the promo for the season. Uh, She's in the helicopter with Clayton, and they're jumping off a yacht. That's what they basically did. They got to do a lot of cool stuff around, um, I don't know if it was in L.A. or where exactly it was. But yeah, they went on a helicopter ride, they jumped off a yacht, and she obviously got a rose because she's in the Final Four. Uh, the in the second group date of the season, so episode two. This is still episode two. There was a, a bachelor-themed obstacle course, something that we've seen uh, a lot of in the past. Obstacle course stuff where you have to do a bunch of shit, <laughs> um, and um, I believe uh, who? Won, uh, oh, Sarah. Sarah's the one that won that. I don't know though if Sarah ended up getting the group date rose on that, she won the, she won the obstacle course is what I was told the rose ceremony eliminations for episode two were NC Aberdeen, Kate Gallivan and Tessa Tooks. Cassidy, the drama before that is Cassidy got sent home during the cocktail party of the rose ceremony. That's where I, had given the Friday fun fact that Clayton gave someone a group date rose and ultimately ended up taking it back and sending her home. That was Cassidy. She had gotten it on the birthday party with kids group date. And sometime during the cocktail party, word started circulating that Cassidy was texting a guy while they were in quarantine before she had her phone taken away. And I guess it got out. She might've said something to somebody. I don't know the details of it, but It gets word circulates back around to Clayton. He calls her out on it and ends up sending her home. So four women have been eliminated now on that particular episode. So we go from 22 down to 18. Episode three is um, you start with 18 women. I don't know what the first group date of episode three was. I have been trying to search for it in, in the previews. Haven't really been able to find it. So don't know the first group date on episode three. The one-on-one went to Sarah Hamrick. You know that because I gave out who got the one-on-ones in L.A. Um, they went to downtown L.A., and they had a bunch of challenges they had to to do within downtown L.A. Uh, and then the other group date in episode three was the Baywatch-themed group date. And we've seen pictures of that come out. Gabby ends up getting the group date rose on that date. And it is it is on this date where it is established that Elizabeth and Shanae just don't like each other. They are at each other's throats. Elizabeth Corrigan uh, and Shanae. Is it Ankney? I think that's you, how you right. It. It's Ankney. Right? I believe so. Yeah, Ankney. I keep wanting to say I keep wanting to say Anky, but it's Ankney. A-N-K-N-E-Y. Anyway, Elizabeth and Shanae, This is where Shanae kind of starts to, uh, I guess, make it clear that this is the woman that just the women just don't vibe with. And she doesn't get along with everybody and with anybody. And that is the main drama on uh, that group date. She goes off on a lot of the women and the house kind of turns against her. And then for episode three, the eliminations are Elizabeth Corrigan. So he keeps Shanae over Elizabeth. Kira Mengistu and Melina Nassab. So we have 15 women and this is where travel starts. They head to Houston, Texas with 15 women. The first one-on-one is Rachel. Uh, she gets a, like a, they go to where, like a really small town in Texas. I don't know where they went. I don't know what city it was, but it was close to Houston, I guess. They did a bunch of small town things in Houston. And um, she obviously got a rose. Uh, the group date was as we know this was reported at the time a football date at NRG Stadium where the Houston Texans play and this wasn't actually a you know flag football throw it around giggle fest it was full pads and a tackle football game and it was seven on six and the team with seven ended up winning and Shanae was not on that team however Shanae on the losing team ended up going and crashing the party of the winning team. And if you saw it really quickly in the clip for the promo uh, on the promo for the season, you can see Shanae actually, she actually threw and broke the trophy that the winning team won. So again, I'm guessing anybody that was on a losing team date that had to get sent back to the hotel in any season, would love to be there with the winning team. The only reason Shanae got to go is because this is something that advanced a storyline of, Hey, why don't you show up and uh, tell everybody how, you know, upset you were or unfair. You thought it was like, I don't even know why Shanae showed up other than she clearly was instructed to by to by production and she went for it. And when she got there again, went off on people through the broke, the trophy that they won just, This is why when I announced at the time that Sinead is this season's villain, it doesn't mean she's the worst person in the world. It doesn't mean that she's a horrible individual with no morals whatsoever. It just means that in the confines of this show, the woman who is constantly yelling at other women and constantly cannot get along with anybody else is portrayed as the villain. And that's what Sinead is. And she shows up on a group date that she already lost and breaks the trophy. Yeah, she's going to be the villain. Period, end of story. The second group date in Houston, as we know, was with Serene Russell. They went to Galveston Pleasure Pier, and there were pics of that that came out that day that I posted, and obviously Serene got a group date rose. The rose ceremony eliminations in Houston, there were three that got eliminated in Houston, Jill Chen, Sierra Jackson, and Lindsay Wyndham. So 12 end up going to Toronto, Canada, which is the next spot, and Gabby got the first... Um, one-on-one Gabby Windy got the first one-on-one in Toronto. They did a helicopter ride and then they know they had a I actually have video somewhere. Someone sent it to me at the time, but I didn't know who it was at the time. And now I know that it was Gabby. It was kind of far away, but I remember them sitting on a park bench somewhere talking, but they definitely did a helicopter ride in Toronto. And that was Gabby. She obviously got a rose. The, um, group date in Toronto, which was reported again in real time, the day it happened was at Archeo restaurant, uh, Canadian comedian, Russell Peterson, uh, Russell Peters was the host of this date. And nine women were on the date. And those nine women were Eliza Hunter, Marlena, Mara. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Mara, Rachel, Sarah, Serene, Susie, and Teddy. And, um, I don't know who got the group date rose on that, but it was a roast where they had to start roasting each other, roasting uh, Clayton. And, you know, they've done roast dates. This is not a new date that they've done. They've done roasts in the past, and uh, same thing again. So that leaves two women who hadn't had dates yet in Toronto. And as we know, again, something that was spoiled in real time Genevieve and Shanae were on the two on one date, and he ends up getting rid of Shanae and he keeps Genevieve. The other eliminations in Toronto were Hunter, Haig. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce H-A-A-G, Hunter Haig and Marlena Wesh. So now we have nine that went to Croatia, which was next. Teddy got the first one-on-one in Croatia. We know she got a rose. I don't know what they did, but she got a one-on-one in Croatia. I don't know what the group date was in Croatia, now the second one-on-one in Croatia, this is a process of elimination for me because I can skip ahead to the two eliminations in Croatia were Elijah, uh, Eliza, and Mara. So I'm just kind of I said in my post that the two women who got one-on-ones in, in, in my tweet, the two women who got one, the two women who got one-on-ones in Croatia were Teddy and Sarah. And I said that because, well, we know Eliza and Mara didn't because they both got eliminated at the rose ceremony. I know Genevieve never had a one-on-one all season, and I'll get to that momentarily. Serene and Rachel had just had their one-on-ones the episode before, so they didn't get it. And Susie is the only other option to have it in that episode because she had hers in episode one or the, the Episode two, technically, but the first date of the season. But Susie has the pretty woman date in Austria, which is the next stop. So that only leaves. Sarah and I might be there was one other name, Sarah and Rachel. Yeah, that only leaves Sarah and Rachel as possibly the only other person who could have gotten a one on one in Croatia. And I don't believe Rachel got it. So. I'm going with Sarah and Sarah obviously um, got a rose there. So seven end up going to Austria and we know that serene Russell got one of the one-on-one dates. Cause that was in Hofburg palace, which I had video and pictures of that day. As I just mentioned, Susie Evans got her second one-on-one of the season, which was the pretty woman date. And you can see that in the clip. She's in a long, flowing red dress in Vienna, Austria. And yeah, so she got the pretty woman date in Austria. And then I can tell you that Genevieve got eliminated before the rose ceremony because, well, she had gone seven episodes, hadn't been given a one-on-one date. She got the two-on-one in Toronto with Sinead. He picked her over Sinead, but I was told that Genevieve, either he went and pulled Genevieve aside or Genevieve went to his room and it was one of those this isn't working and, or this, I, I don't know if she eliminated herself or Clayton eliminated her. I just know that Genevieve in Austria eliminated, was eliminated before the rose ceremony. And I think it had to do with the fact that it just, they didn't see each other. They didn't, they they weren't a match essentially, but I don't know who initiated the conversation. I guess looking at it now, it could be Genevieve got to Austria and, You know, Susie gets a one on one and Serene gets a one on one. And she's like, "Okay, this is we're in a we're in the episode before hometowns and I haven't gotten a one on one. So clearly he's not into me. And maybe she went and said that to him or whatever. And he said, yeah, you know, it's just probably best you go home. But Genevieve eliminated before the uh, rose ceremony. So there are some details about Austria that I, the other details I don't know. I don't know if it's one of these episodes where there actually is a rose ceremony. Because usually, you know, the episode before Rose uh, hometowns, it's just if you get a one on one and you get a rose on it, you've automatically advanced to the hometowns. If you get a one on one and you don't, you're sent home. But this one, I don't know. They, I don't know if they went that route or they went regular three dates and a group date and then had a rose ceremony. I don't know how they did it, but I know Serene and I know Susie definitely got one on ones in Austria. There might have been a third one, but just looking at it, I don't know who it could have been. So basically, Serene and Susie obviously went on their one-on-ones. The rose ceremony eliminations were Sarah and Teddy, and Genevieve got eliminated before they went to... um, Before they, you know, like I said, he pulled her aside and or she went to him and she was eliminated before the rose ceremony. So that leaves us with our final four of Susie Evans, Serene Russell, Rachel Recchia and Gabby Windy. And the only thing I do know is the order it was filmed. Susie went first. Rachel went second in Orlando, Florida. Serene was in Oklahoma City and Gabby was in Denver. Uh, Susie's was in Virginia Beach. And um, and Serene got sent home on the hometown date rose ceremony. So your final three are Susie, Rachel and Gabby. And that's where we're at. The three of them went to Iceland and we've seen plenty of clips from Iceland in the promo and people are dissecting everything that they can. And, you know, I don't we just don't know. I don't I don't know enough. I haven't heard enough of what happened in filming. And, you know, that's what I'm going to try and find out what happened in Iceland. I don't you know, there's so many things that can be fake outs post filming. And that's the social media aspect of everything. What I do, what I try and do in my spoilers is find out what happened in Iceland because they can't go back and change that. They're not flying everybody back to Iceland to refilm something. So if I find out what happened in Iceland, that's how I know about spoilers. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to figure out, Well, Gabby posted this and Susie posted this on Instagram on this weekend. And Clayton posted this and Rachel posted this where Rachel stayed off social media this week. And it's just like that doesn't it's just guessing. It's just speculating. It's guesswork. I don't do guesswork when I do spoilers. Now, granted, I've been wrong on spoilers, but it's not because I guessed. It's because I was told something that I believed to be true based on who told it to me, what they told me, so on and so forth. So it can be wrong for sure, but it'll never be based off something on social media unless it's a blatant holy shit. Caitlyn just posted with Sean in bed and gave away that she chose Sean, or Ari and Becca just posted from the same backyard. It's clear that they're together on a happy couple weekend, like stuff like that. But that's something that anybody can see. That's nothing that I broke. That's where one of the two, you know, the final couple just screws up. So unless it's something blatant. I don't pay attention to the social media stuff. And like I said, um, we'll just have to see. I don't know when I'm going to find out the breakdown of the final three. It could be before the first episode airs. It could be sometime in February. I just don't know. But I'd rather be right than just throw something out there and be like, yeah, I think this might be it, but I don't know because then it turns into, oh, you were wrong. Why did you tell us this? If you didn't know for sure. And it's just like, You know, you can't, it's like a, it's a lose, lose for me. So I basically just try and figure out what I can. Now I will say this, there was something posted by one of the final three women recently on social media that may or may not mean something. It's one of those things where right now, when I don't know who the final one is, it can be looked at two different ways. However, if this girl ends up being the final one, I definitely think this is something that can be looked back upon and you can say, oops, Somebody slipped up and this was the sign that she was final one. I'll let you know either way once I find out. But when I saw it, it definitely made me go, hmm. So I don't want to go into too much detail about it because what I can say is I recorded it. So it's not going anywhere. And if and when I do find out who the final one is this season, if it's the person in this video that may have screwed up and it ends up being that person, then I'll post the video and say like, hey. Back on this date, this is what I was talking about. I'm not gonna run from it. I'll tell you, this is what I this is this was the first clue that this could have been it. Because Yeah, there was something recently posted that made me go, hmm. But it's not definitive. It's not, oh, oh, one hundred percent she's the final one. And it's not one hundred percent she's not the final one. But if I find out she is the final one, this is definitely something you can look back on and say, Yeah, yeah, I could I could see somebody screwed up But I'll I'll let you know uh, if we get to that point. um, And if it's not, if it doesn't end up being this woman, then there's really no need to share it. Because obviously it was one of these things where I said, right, like right now, it may mean something and it may not. So if it's not her, then obviously it meant nothing. But it could. (laughs) It it could be something that uh, certainly is something that could be looked at as, wow it's, and it's really small and I'm glad I got a recording of it. But if it is her, I'm like, yeah, this person screwed up, but we'll see. I I just, I just don't know for sure. So, like I said, everything that you just heard, most of the stuff you already knew because I'd posted it in tweets in my column, in my podcast. If you're hearing it for the first time and you're listening as you're driving or at the gym or you're on a walk, it probably is just a bunch of names and and whatever. You're like, okay, um, how am I supposed to remember all that? It's going to be in my column today, so it'll be on my site. So you have it. I'm also going to be doing Instagram stories on it. It'll be in my feed at the end of each episode. I'll be posting Instagram feed of what's coming up in the next week's episode in terms of the spoilers like. You know, after the first episode airs, I'm going to have episode two, you know, group date, birthday party with kids. Cassidy gets the group date rose. Susie Evan gets the first one on one group date is a bachelor themed obstacle course. And, you know, Sarah wins that. And then the after party is where everything or the um, cocktail party is where Cassidy, the, the, the information breaks about her talking to a guy or texting with a guy while she was in quarantine. And she's eliminated and all your spoiler stuff will be posted basically Monday night once the episode ends but I'll also do a, a full one um, either today or soon on my Instagram of all the all these spoilers I just went went through up through the final three of the season which is where we're at right now. it's Gabby it's Rachel or it's Susie it's he's with one of those three. <laughs> And you can I you know, look, I follow all three of them on Instagram and when they have a story that posts, they look at it. But, I, you know, I look at it and I'm just like, OK, like I just don't think. and I And I know that production production is well aware that I have revealed who the final three are. And so they are just as they're making sure every single one of these women does nothing that could possibly give away who Clayton chose. And if anything, they're going in the op they're, they're they're doing what they can to misdirect. And I guarantee they are because they've done it in the past and they'll do it in the future, they will tell certain people to post certain things that could make things look one way when they really aren't. It's just so that's why I can never, ever, ever put a hundred percent stock into social media postings unless it's a blatant screw up like the Ari Becca thing or the Caitlin Sean thing. And it's been a while since everybody, anybody, had a literally a, a blatant screw up of gave away they were on a happy couple weekend or slipped that they're the final one or something like that. So you know we'll we we will see how it plays out. Maybe one of these women screws up. I don't know. We 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 don't know until it happens. But nothing that Susie has posted, nothing that Gabby has posted, and nothing that Rachel has posted since filming ended has given any sort of inclination as to who he chose. You can't make any sort of definitive. You can make all the conclusions you want. I'm talking about definitive conclusions of, Oh, because she posted this, this means he's with her or because she posted this, this means she's, there's no way she's the final girl that he chose. You can't make that off of anything that I've seen any of them post. So we'll just have to wait and see. And there could be something, there could be nothing. And I would expect the, the bios for the women to be released. Like I said, I'm recording this Wednesday. I, it hasn't been released as of now. So maybe today gets released. Cause I don't think they would do it on a Friday and I'd be shocked. They would do it on Christmas week. I, you know, why would they, why would they do it on Christmas week? They've ne- the latest they've ever released the bios was Peter's season, which was December 16th, which is today. So I gotta believe they're releasing it today. But I don't know. We don't know why they do it we don't know why a lot of the the show does a lot of the things that they do. A lot of them are inexplainable. And they've never, ever, ever given an explanation as to why they do things the way they do. They just do. And we have to accept it. And there are some things in this franchise that you're just never gonna get an answer for. Why was Clayton named The Bachelor? Yeah, you'll get a generic answer of, well, because he was, we thought he was, we thought he did really well on on a shell season and thought he resonated with the audience. Well, you named him before Michelle's season started airing. So how could you possibly think he resonated with the audience? It was just a, you know what? We made our decision and you live with it. Period. End of story. So yeah, you're never going to get an answer because they don't have an answer as to why they named Clayton. At least an answer that makes any sense because they named him before anybody ever saw him on screen. So anybody could have developed any sort of liking or disliking towards the guy or invested in his story. He was already... No. Clearly there were other men from Michelle's season that possibly could have been The Bachelor that had way better stories and more camera time than Clayton did because they, he didn't last long. We never met his family. He never even got to, he never even, he got one, one on one date and he got sent home on that date. We don't really know much about him, but this is the way the show works. There's no, there's just some things you're just never, ever, ever going to get an answer to as much as you want. And you just have to be, you just have to live with that. And Clayton being named the bachelor is certainly uh, one of them. There really is no explanation other than they will probably want to try something different. But we know that the next season being filmed is back on regular schedule. Bachelorette will film in March. They're already running ads on it during Michelle's season. And look, I don't know who it's going to be, but I guarantee it's going to be one of Clayton's women. I just, I don't see them dipping back into the franchise for somebody different that wasn't on the, the, the season that just, we just watched. It looks like whoever didn't win between Gabby, Rachel, Susie all has the opportunity to be the next bachelorette and maybe even serene because she finished fourth is a possibility, but I have a feeling it's going to be between, and and, and I'm not, I'm not breaking any news here. I have a feeling it's going to be one of Clayton's final four. I just, it seems like that's where they're headed. And I don't know much about Gabby or Rachel, or Susie. They all seem to have stories just based on what I know on a quick Google search about them. But other than that, do not know. I really don't. I, I, Susie from the pageant world, Rachel is a pilot and Gabby is a former Denver Broncos cheerleader who turned a uh, nurse during COVID. So They've all got stories and they're all going to last long enough to where you're going to be invested in their stories. So seems to me that one of those 3 would make a good bachelorette. But that's all we know up to this point. So now we got that out of the way. For the second time in I think about a month the opening of the podcast or something that I pre-recorded, which is everything that you've just heard up to this point. I'm now recording this portion after, as you heard me say through the first 35 minutes of the podcast, that the women's bios weren't out. Well, about an hour after I was done recording that, they released the women's bios. So there's a couple things through this that I want to go over. First and foremost, probably the most important thing, and the question I got asked the most, was about Sally Carson. When the Bachelor Facebook page released the women for Clayton's season, as they have done for the last eight or 10 seasons now, they released a list of potential candidates to be on the f- upcoming season about three or four days before filming starts. And then they take it all down. So we, we know that in the, and it's on the Facebook page and it's their first name, their last initial, their age and their city. And then by the end of the day, you've had all their first and last names in their Instagram mm-hmm. accounts uh, that I've been able to pull up for you that day. So on September 25th, they released 33 women. As we know, you heard in the spoilers, three of them didn't make it. Brianna Jade, um, Kara Gandy, and Sally Carson. So only 30 of those 33 made it. However, yesterday when they released the women's bios on bachelornation.com, Sally Carson was on that list. And if you don't remember the story, it was on my Twitter feed. I put it up there. I, I reposted the tweet yesterday. I put it in my Instagram stories, but if you're just listening to this for the first time, Sally Carson was engaged in having her bachelorette party a month before September 25th, around end of August of this year. She was set to be married the next day, September 26th. So she was in quarantine, set to be on Clayton's show, and her original wedding date was September 26th. But she had called it off two weeks earlier, and she was going to be on The Bachelor Two weeks after calling off a marriage. So I posted that that day because the day the women were selected and, and posted, so many people came to me and said, Steve, I know the Sally Carson girl. She was literally set to be married tomorrow. And she called off the wedding two weeks ago. I'm like, "Okay," so I put it out there. And so everyone's asking, well, wait, why is Sally Carson on the show? You didn't, you know, in the 30 women that you heard me talk about that made the show and the eight eliminated on night one and then the four eliminated in night two. You, Sally Carson isn't anywhere in the spoilers. And that's because Sally Carson never even made it to the first night. She doesn't get out of the limos. Once this all got out, all the stuff I posted about her being set to be married and she had called off a, a, a wedding two weeks before She was set to be on this show. Sally, I guess, at the time I was told, kind of two or three days after the fact, that production went to Sally in her room and asked her, did she still want to go through with this? Did she still want to be on the show? And she basically said no. And then in the promo we saw Tuesday night for Clayton's season, there is a voiceover of him saying the first rose i gave out the first rose i tried to give out this season gets rejected i'm i'm paraphrasing but you know what he said in the promo so now knowing that sally was approached by production while still in quarantine and then clayton's statement that he made during the promo that we're that we heard my guess is now clayton was probably informed of this with sally production was obviously well aware of what i was posting that day And went to her in her room at the hotel and just said to her, do you want to go through with this? And the fact that we have Clayton in a promo saying my first rose was rejected, I think they kind of tricked people with the wording there because Sally is not part of night one at all. She never gets out of the limos. She's never in the cocktail party and she's not part of the rose ceremony. So by Clayton saying he rejected it, I'm just putting two and two together and that probably means that production probably went to him and said, hey, we've got this woman this season, some stuff has gotten out. Uh, she's I, I don't know how they're going to present it, but the bottom line is Sally Carson does not make the first night. He, she doesn't reject a rose at the rose ceremony or any time during the first night. She's not part of night one. That's why she was never in the spoilers. I always knew she was never part of night one. It wasn't until I saw her posted in the cast list today and combined it with What we heard in Clayton's promo of him saying, first rose of my season was rejected. It's more along the lines of, my guess is they had Clayton go speak to her before filming ever started, but we're going to see it because cameras probably follow them because they wouldn't include her in the cast list if we never see her this season. So it's all going to be pre-show stuff. And my guess is Clayton went to her and said, look, I know there's stuff out there, but I'd like you to be part of my season. And she basically says, no, I'm not. I don't want to do it. So we're going to see cameras film that I I'm guessing I got to believe that's the case, because if you put her in the cast list and then you never see her the whole season, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So I'm guessing that's how it goes with Sally. So you've got your Sally Carson answer and um, we can go from there. Um, Here's another interesting thing. As I said, the women were released on September 25th. You had all their last names and their Instagram accounts by the end of the day that day and then filming started on September 29th and all the bachelor Facebook page women were they were taken off they, that's what they do once they start filming they take those women off so the only pictures you have of these women are on my site and any of the spoiler sites that pick it up and 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 run with it so what's interesting is yesterday and this is ha- this has happened pretty much every season now and it just it just kind of it, it kind of shows the two different types of fans on this show when the women's bios were released yesterday and i retweeted it and put it on my instagram story i had so many people contacting me giving me you know tips or little things about some of the women like oh i know her and you know she did this and I, and i i know her and it's just amazing because these people were coming to me yesterday that literally had no idea these women have been out there since September 25th, they've been on dates, they've been talked about numerous times, there's been pictures posted of them filming the show ever since September 25th when their names were first announced. But yet they came to me yesterday like they heard for the first time that so-and-so was going to be on The Bachelor this season, so they decided to hit me up and give me some sort of information about any of them. And yes, pretty much almost all the things that were sent to me yesterday about these women were negative, and that's par for the course, that's pretty much what I hear every season. I just think it's so funny because, yes, there are there are people out there and people listening right now that have, you know, hung on every word that I've said since September 25th and followed along on my tweets and followed along on my Instagram stories. And you're very well aware of what happened all throughout Clayton's filming. But I'm telling you, you're in the very, very, very minority of fans of this show because it happens every season. The bios came out yesterday, and people are acting like that's the first time they even heard that so-and-so was on The Bachelor this season. And yet Clayton season is done filming. Like they're acting like, oh my God, this person's on the bachelor. I know them. It's like, yeah. This has been this is old news. This is two and a half months old. Like, where have you been? But those people are the majority. The people who follow along every single day and you know, hang on every word that I say and comment on every single thing that I tweet and every spoiler I give. Those people are so, so, so in the minority of the fan base of this show. There's more people like the ones that came to me yesterday about, oh, she's on the show. What a bitch. And she did this to me and all this stuff. And, you know, again, it's not. Some of it is about women who got eliminated the first night. Some of it is about women who got eliminated midway through the season. Some is about women that got eliminated later on in the season. Again, it's a lot of negative stories that none of them are like earth shattering. It's just a bunch of people saying things that they their encounters with these women. So it's not anything for public consumption that I'm going to share unless it becomes something that um, I feel is warranted, but based on what I heard yesterday, no. Nothing nothing more than I hadn't heard anything in previous seasons and other contestants. It's like if you're coming to me to tell me that somebody's out for clout and they're not doing the show for love, like that's not news anymore. And I and I don't I, I don't know how to tell people that without just kind of <laughs> sighing like, "Really? This is where we're at?" Like, yeah, I'm very well aware that most of these women, if not every single one of them, isn't on the show for love. Like, if you're watching the show because you think these women are on the show for love, you're watching the wrong show. Of course they're not. Of course they're out for clout. Of course they're out to increase their brand. Of course they're out for Instagram followers. You don't need to tell me that. It's not news anymore. And then the final thing I wanted to hit on was, um, again, something that I find very it's funny, but it's also sad in, a, in, a, in another sense, is that just the whole control that production has over the contestants of this show, okay? It's, like, all of them have turned on their Instagram accounts, for the most part, a couple days before Thanksgiving. The Final Four maybe was, like, a week later, because remember the Final Four had, they were the only four that hadn't turned on their Instagrams and gone from private to public and everyone's like, why? And there wasn't really a reason. And then all of a sudden Gabby and Rachel and Serene and Susie ended up doing it. But essentially every woman on this season has been public on Instagram for at least two weeks, but (laughs) not one of them during the last two weeks or ever since they went public has been able to even acknowledge anything about the show. To say they were on it, even comment about anything they saw on Michelle's season, nothing. Until yesterday, when production is like, okay, your bios are up, your bios are up, you may, you may you may comment now. And it took about seven seconds for every single woman on Clayton's season to post their bio picture on their Instagram feed and their Instagram stories and make some sort of, up oh, the cat's out of the bag, comment, or if, if you don't know, now you know. It's just, it's hilarious to me. And, you know, what they're doing is no different than what other contestants in past seasons have done. You are not allowed to acknowledge your presence on this show until the show tells you you can, which is the day the bios are released. Because you can go back and look at every single woman on this season's Instagram account for the last three weeks. Ever since the filming was done and they were allowed to turn their public profiles on and go from private to public on Instagram. You can't find one of them that ever made a comment about this show. It's just because production has such a stranglehold on these (laughs) contestants of what they can and can't do. It's amazing. It really is. And yesterday was further proof. Like they were just chomping at the bit to let everybody know they were on the show, but they couldn't get the go-ahead until basically production opened up the gates. It's like a horse racing event where the horses are all in there and they're rearing to go and they're kicking and huffing and puffing and then the gates open and they fly out. That's exactly what yesterday was. Like, literally all within two minutes. I There's like ten women from this season that I'm following on Instagram, and I swear I looked at my Instagram feed and all within about two to three minutes of each other, all of those women had posted on their Instagram feed their bio picture. And here I am. <laughs> like and made some sort of comment about how they were going to, you know, watch on January 3rd or something like that. Or made a smarmy comment about finding love or like I said, cats out of the bag or if you don't know, now you know. I don't know who said that, but I know I read it somewhere. So, it's just funny. It's it's really funny that you are such you are a slave to this show and they own you. They own every single thing about you for a year. From the time the finale airs. So from, I mean, their, their time hasn't even really started. I mean, it has started, but that year starts the night of Clayton's finale airing, which mid-March. So from mid-March 2022 to mid-March 2023, they own these contestants. And these contestants cannot do anything outside of getting permission from the show Obviously, there are some that the show allows to get away with more because they like them more and they were more important to the season and they might want them on for Paradise and stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying. Like, you you can't do anything without their permission. And Bio Day, which was yesterday, is a perfect example of it. Like, you just cannot speak of your presence on this show until bio day. And then you can tell everybody, Hey, come watch and all that stuff. So I thought that was interesting. Anyway, this last uh, 15 minutes or so, like I said, was recorded after the bios came out. The previous 35 minutes was before the bios came out and has all your spoilers in it. And like I said, there, there's a couple things missing here and there. Like I said, I'm not 100% sure that there was, or who the second one-on-one in Croatia was. We know Teddy had the first one, but just by process of elimination and things that I have heard, the only one it could be is Sarah. And then in Vienna, Austria, there might be a third one-on-one and I don't know who the I don't know how the format of that episode was in terms of if you had a, if you got a one-on-one date and did they do it that way, where if you got a one-on-one and you got a rose, you were safe? Or did they do two or three one-on-ones, a group date, and they still had a rose ceremony? I don't know that part. But everything else is pretty much filled in for you. And like I said, this isn't... If you've followed everything that I've been posting since September 25th, pretty much a lot of what I said today is not news to you because... So please don't come to me and say, Steve, that wasn't any... like. Great. Everything you gave us yesterday, I already knew. You knew because I told you. Like I'm the only person that's spoiled anything for the last two months where, I mean, I could, I could really run down a laundry list of all the things that I have spoiled this season, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and pat myself on the back. Anybody that's followed me knows I was the only person spoiling anything from two-on-one dates to pictures to videos to eliminations to, you know people getting roses taken away and all that stuff. Like, yeah, I was the one that spoiled it for you. So please, please just don't come to me today and say this is nothing that you spoiled today was new. It shouldn't have been if you followed along for two months, but for a lot of people, it will be. It will be news. So, yeah, it's going to be on the in the podcast that I just told you, and it'll be on the site today so you can visually see it and it'll be up um, it'll be saved to one of the, to the spoiler tab at the top of the page as well, to where you can always reference it of who got who got sent home in what episode and all your eliminations and all your dates. So, well, most of them. So that'll do it for podcast number two sixty five. Thank you all for tuning in. Please uh, rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Very much appreciated. And we'll be back next week with a. So next week will technically be the last podcast of 2021. Wow. I have no idea who it'll be either. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. See you.